I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show it on the football. It's so goddamn hard about holding on to it. I'm Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. You're muted, my friend. Hold on. Let's unmute you. All right. There we go. Now you're ready to go. August 1st, 2021, and it is now officially time to talk Donald Trump's next presidential run? No. Our thoughts on monumental Supreme Court decisions on the horizon? No. Trans rights for minors? No. It is time. To talk fantasy football, I am Mike Cash Collins. That is Scott Stack Simpson. We are the Fantasy Millionaires. And today we present to you round one for 2022. Woo! I'm excited too. And and I got to say, we're ready this year. We've got a whole new set of bells and whistles and toys. And and, and I've got drops. I've never had drops before, but they are nice. They are. They're just, they're really nice. I'm really excited uh, to be able to play all these for you. So uh, be ready this season for drops. I'm not going to try to overwhelm the show, but they will be kind of flittering in and there. Uh, You know, it's going to happen. That doesn't make sense. It will, though. It will. Don't worry. I'm so excited. Yeah, the season is, it is now, you got... Everybody who's listening to the show, welcome. It is time to start learning what we are supposed to do in this 2022 fantasy landscape. And uh, round one is as good a place to start as any. Um, I don't know if you want to just dive right in or if you want to do our usual show BS at the beginning. Well, I'll say this. Uh, I do have some bells and whistles that I want to play with on my own. You know, here my little contraption. I have a, a new stream deck toy. One thing I do want to pull up here is some of the training camp situations that have been happening. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but you notice that there have been fights, uh, and it happens every year. There's been some good training camp fights so far. I don't know if you've seen any of those, but uh, Josh Allen was involved in that. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, you know, I, I've got a little, a little button here. I'm going to push the button, and the screen share is going to come up. And then after that, I'm going to push another button and it should magically come up. Let's see. No, it did not magically come up. Well, look at that. Okay. Now it magically came up. This is the Josh Allen fight. Let's see. Let's see this fight from the end zone here. Hey, oh. Hey, oh. There's Josh Allen right here. Oh, he starts shoving a D lineman. Could that guy say, oh, more? Oh, oh my we got people leapfrogging oh the pile. I mean, that's three hundred million dollars you're owing there. That's not great. What, what do you What do you think of training camp fights? 
well, I saw somebody make a comment on it, and I think I agreed with this comment. Um, anybody who thinks this is a big deal has really never played, you know, high competition level sports, particularly football, where this is this is the atmosphere of training camp. Uh, it, it is interesting to see uh, a quarterback uh, get into it with a big defensive lineman. But, I mean, this is not like the first time ever something like that has happened. I mean, quarterbacks, um, you know, don't don't usually uh, go get in a big D lineman's face. But this is the kind of stuff that happens in training camp. So it not a big deal to me. Not a big deal. There's a lot of tea. There's a lot of tea expressed. Ton of tea. Ton of tea. So much freaking tea. Uh, and that's just, you know, what's going on here. There was also a big fight in uh, in the Falcons camp uh, yesterday, too, or a couple days ago, too. So, you know, it, it's something that's happening in the Giants camp. People were swinging on each other. So, uh, yeah, it, it is. Um, it's just how it goes. It's just kind yeah, of. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's subtly encouraged. You know, you the, seeing Josh Allen go run up on a defensive lineman is m more odd than what you would typically see. Um, but right. Josh, Josh Allen's such a big boy. I mean, he don't care. Oh no. He's, he's a man beast. Let's just be honest. He, he is, uh, he's a different kind of folk, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I'm all into that. Uh, he is the man. Uh, I, I will say this though. There has been, uh, a lot of training camp gossip scuttlebutt, Anything that's caught your ear so far that actually is bending it a little more than usual? Because, you know, there's always these reports. Amazing. Number one receiver. Rookie looks great. Are you buying anything? Is anything actually getting through the old Teflon training camp, you know, facade that we've all built up as we hear these tremendous stories from beat reporters that are just sensational? You know, honestly, nothing is really jumping out so far. Um, I, I'm paying really close attention to i want to hear i want to hear what training camp looks like for derrick henry um right that's you know that's, yeah i i mean that that's the one i'm most keyed in on uh paying attention to uh you know what 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 what's any any type of rumors anything like you know getting ready for the show today you know we're doing round one derrick henry's in both the fantasy millionaires round one and, um, you know, I, 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 it's just like every little piece of news to me on, on Derrick Henry is just massively important, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. so far, you know, one of the things I read, well, one of the things I read was him, um, you know, uh, I don't know what the, how, if they were, I, you know how they simulate stuff and then they don't really go full contact. Uh, so this was a play where he didn't run the play like he, um, you know, it was designed to go outside and he cut it inside and, uh, you know, he cut on that foot and it was on artificial turf and he looked like Derrick Henry. So I was mm. very excited. Mm. So that, that's the, that's the biggest piece of news I've got so far. Uh, and he raced, he raced his two-year-old daughter afterwards so okay okay yeah I, I feel better i feel better you know what? that that deserves you know i'm not gonna lie that deserves i got some uh, some audio clips here i'm gonna be i'm gonna be trying out here you know um 
that that deserves something like this. I gotta catch a glimpse of these warlocks. Let's make a move. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch these guys, right? You gotta keep your eyes on the prize in training camp. I I want to know for myself, you know, really honestly, how are these rookie wide receivers acclimating to the offense, particularly somebody like Jalen Tolbert, ten inch hands. We talked about him before, right? People like that, people who have an instant role in the offense if they're able to get through camp and are effective and, and, and do the things they're supposed to do. So that's what I'm really excited about is, is that kind of that rookie news. And you're, you're hearing a lot of good things. I mean, Traylon Burks, first Traylon Burks was dead. He had asthma. Nothing was going on with him in OTAs. Cut him from your team. Now he's making tremendous plays uh, and the beat reporters yeah. are, are dancing on people's souls on Twitter. Yeah, it's just, it's so funny. The, the, the egos, the bravado, the, I told you so. No, he's trash. No, he's fire. Um, but it, it's it's all interesting because they need to acclimate. Uh, we, we heard the reports two years ago, Justin Jefferson running with the B team, <laughs> set a rookie record, 1,400 receiving yards. And then we had the preseason drops of Jamar Chase last year. Right. He broke his rookie record by 55 yards, smashed 300 fantasy points. So there, there's just a lot right now that you got to kind of filter. And, and that's what I'm looking through is where, where are those daily reports from the rookies? Are they consistent? Are they able to, to pick up the offense? Are they running with the first team? Is Isaiah Spiller over there in uh, you know the Charger land? Is he picking up the offense quickly? Is he going to be you know, taking a little bit of the shares away from Eckler? So what we all these things matter. Uh, uh, so yeah, another another intriguing um, you know mini camp uh, or uh, training camp is going to be preseason is going to be the Carolina Panthers QB battle. Uh, you got Baker, Sam Darnold, and then Matt Corral, uh, who they drafted. And uh, who knows? Who knows? Gonna, who's, who knows? Going to be the QB there? I mean, right now, I think you know they traded for Baker, um, but he's Baker Mayfield, and you know he has to learn the offense and the system. So I, 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 there's intrigue there as well. Hey, hey, I'll just say this: he had a torn labrum right last year. Um, I hurt my labrum lifting a box. I got a new chair. By the way, if you haven't checked out my new jersey, <laughs> I got a Jared Allen jersey. I also got a brand new swivel at the Costco. Pick that bitch up. I think I hurt my labrum. I don't think I tore it, but like if I go to wipe my ass, it hurts. Shit like that. You know, like it's a, it's twingy. Um, I don't know if you know this, but last year the the Cleveland Browns were, were the lowest wide receiver group out of any. Fantasy point production wide receivers in the NFL. They had 344 points. I think Cooper Cup almost had 100 fucking more points than them. Sorry to the kids, uh, Denny's kids particularly. They love this show. Uh, so, uh, uh, Sam Darnold's pure trash. Baker, though, is not. He's a game manager, right? So, I'm, uh, uh, I'm not saying there's intrigue in like, you know. What? Fantasy, he's distributing yeah. the ball to right. To, Christian McCaffrey to right. DJ or, you know, right. there's a lot to be, to be sussed about. Yeah. Um, well, and that's it. That's pretty much all I care about on that team is CMC and DJ Moore. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, shout out Bo McBrayer. Uh, he's like the third member of our team. He's always here in the chat. He's over there on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, we're, we're on YouTube. We can't get comments on StreamYard for Twitter. Love you on Twitter. If you're watching shout out, but jump over on YouTube. We're in the in the chat. We're interacting. We're back and forth. We love doing that. I, I, I'm on the board here, uh, you know, and, and that's just, you know, it's what I do. So, uh, uh, but anyway, uh, Bo McBrayer and you and me next Wednesday, the 10th at 9 p. 
p.m. We're hosting a little wide receiver season. Big wide receiver is coming to town. Denny Carter himself. Stay tuned uh, for more information about that. That's going to be a hot fire show. Just want to plug that. While so, so, so let me ask live on air this show. Is this a fantasy millionaire show? Is this is that how we're doing it? This is a joint production between Nimble W Numbers and the Fantasy Millionaire, since Bo is a Nimble W Numbers. Um, okay. Mark, and you are what, a. What's the background going to be? Is it going to be the Fantasy Millionaires? <laughs> no, it's not. It's going to be a big okay. picture of Denny's hair. Denny's okay. Hair so, are happen. the Fantasy Millionaires going to do a show next week? Because I don't think I got two. I don't know. I don't know oh, if I got two in me. Oh, you can. Huh? The kids can sleep at nine. They can do it. You yeah, well, well, you know, we're going to the expo on next Friday, too. Oh, oh but cheers to that. I can't wait to do that. That's going to be tremendous. It's, oh it's going to be tight. It's going to be know. tight. We might have to have a post, we, post-production post oh. meeting on this. Oh, you're welcome to come to that. You're invited. Let's put it that way, for sure. What? So, to what? To Denny's, you know, jumping in. We love Denny. You know? Oh, no, I'm definitely coming to that. I just, I, I'm wondering, are we going to do, when we're going to do rounds two and three? Maybe we well, can do that's it. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother discussion, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we yeah. can do it next Monday. We'll see. I know we got a lot of fantasy coming at you the next few weeks. So In your face, have a taste. But yeah. it, it, right now, you, you want to be sucking it down, you know, getting getting ready to go. Because in a while, it's going to be a fire hose, right? So if you're not mm-hmm. sitting from the trough, the information will go too fast, too furious right by you. And you'll be like, I'm not Bo or us because you know, we're junkies. But for the, the, the regular fan who's not plugged in watching every second on Twitter for the latest injury, for the latest, you know, player evaluation, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's a little bit more difficult, but we're here for you. And here's what we're going to do. Mike teased it. We're going to break down our round one, how we would draft. And uh, Mike has his list. I have mine. Uh, what I've done is is I have put all 12 of these players in a little slideshow. So we'll jump around based on where we have them. Um, but you, you, you ready to go? Because I think I'm, I'm yeah, ready to. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah, do I'm it. ready to, to jump in. Uh, I'm, I'm doing, a, like I said, a, a a new tool here. And in this toolkit, I do have a screen share button. So let's see. If it if it does it no it did not do it. let's try again on that screen share okay there we go perfect uh, this is just it's it's like operating uh you know with a with a much better operating system here with the stream deck so shout out stream deck shout out uh pat mayo my employer previously uh over there at the mayo media network and then jl from front yard fancy love those guys they suggested to get these they were on sale on amazon like half price maybe even, more, maybe even less than that i mean it was tremendous so uh that's what we're working with all right let's start off with our consensus number one pretty much everybody's consensus number one this year not really doing anything for you but uh you know jonathan taylor last year 373 fantasy points uh and then around 22 points per game which is solid ridiculous gonna get you you know that that rb1 uh pretty much every year except maybe when derrick henry goes off uh why are you confident that he is the number one over CMC, over Derrick Henry, over guys who have averaged more points per game than he did last year? All right, let's get into it. So this is August 1st. Um, you know, most people, if they go back and, you know, are going to listen to the podcast or I wouldn't be surprised if people are listening to this in late August. Um, this one's not going to change, you know, unless there's an injury. Uh, he is everyone's consensus number one um i i, I debated I, I i like i like to i like to get when i can you know have the balls you know the kahunas the, to the to call. go against the grain and and, and stake my claim and say this is going to be the number one guy um when you're doing round one 
it um you're every one of these guys are they're they are the top tier you are building a team around this pick you know because this is the one that you're it's it, the the capital is so extreme if something happens to this player uh you know you're usually sol unless you did some really good drafting and you know the later rounds so to me jonathan taylor is it it just everything is there it's just the floor is so safe and you you i mean uh, you know, number one in red zone touches last year, number one in carries, uh, and you know, the improvement year one to year two, uh, now you bring in Matt Ryan, it's going to be point. a more effective, it's going to be a more effective offense. Um, I, I just think this is, and I'll tell in each one of my picks w- what I'm doing, whether I'm, you know, um, going upside or going, you know, floor. This is a floor. It's just safe. You're you got the number one pick in the draft. Maybe he ends up being in the top five, but barring injury, he's going to be top five in fantasy points, and that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, it's a fact. And his five point five yards uh, per carry is just so sensational. And their offensive line is one of the top five in the league. So you know they're going to be mashing people. And you said Matt Ryan is there. Matt Ryan, greater than sign. Carson Wentz. I'm sorry, Deadskins fans. I'm sorry. But Carson Wentz, EB, and uh, everybody else there on the the, the the bandwagon, not good. No bueno. I mean, better better than last year for them, yes. Right? In their circumstances. But compared here in in, uh, New, in, in Indianapolis, I'm so excited for, for JT. Solid. If I don't, I don't have the first pick yet. I don't know any of these drafts. But if I do, press auto start uh, all right so our second picks diverge so let's go to your second pick real quick and then after that you know we'll get to mine but uh you you are, you are brazen i like it you switched up you went wide receiver and this is yeah. your wide receiver one right my here my man here koopa cup last year 440 points holy yeah. shit sorry kids gotcha. yeah and, uh, so i'll tell you another thing um that you probably didn't pick up on that I did with this year's round one. And it's just a, you know, it's a small little, you know, minuscule draft strategy as an analyst, but, um, you know, creating a board. Um, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking until this pattern stopped because running backs have more value in the earlier rounds because the shelf falls off. But if you'll notice the way I set up my picks is I'm picking the number one running back in my opinion, then I'm picking the number one wide receiver. Then I go number one running back. Then I go number one because I like, that. um, you know, the points are there for the wide receivers as well in this early tier. Guess who had the most fantasy points last year? It's my man, Cooper cup by a lot by, by seven. Yeah. So right by a lot. So again, the floor is extremely safe. And so that was my um you know idea in in deciding to pick him uh at number 2 if I have the number 2 pick and JT's off the board, I'm it, 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 chances are odds are 
there's going to be some regression. You bring in Allen Robinson, you know. Um, backs are healthy this year. Running backs are healthy. I, okay. So then. 175 points. He's still number Yeah, so then he slides 100 points. He's still going to be around your top five. It's just a very safe. The, the chemistry between him and Stafford was absurd. Yeah, there's nothing's nothing's changed. You know, Um, if anything, having Allen Robinson, I think helps helps put Cooper Cup in a better position. He's going to be the one that is he. I mean, he is the X factor on that offense. He is completely unstoppable, and um, the floor is just so safe. And I don't see why he couldn't have an. I don't see why he couldn't have another season like just like last year, you know, yeah. where you're just like if you had Cooper Cup on your team and you drafted poop every other player, you still made the playoffs with that you guy. Debo and Cooper, you crushed. You crushed. Right, right. You between them, like 800 points. And uh, right. Yeah. No, I, I love this. I, I'm gonna. My strategy is a little bit different. And what, the way I kind of did it was I went the the tier that like the three most explosive running backs who could be the number one. Then I went the absolute number one in Cooper Cup. So the way I did it, and I'm going to see if I can go back here on my presentation, which I should be able to. You know, we're living in modern times. So I went Christian McCaffrey. Um, last year, he had limited time. He didn't score a lot of fancy points, but 18 points per game in the limited time that he had. He was effective. There's nobody who's seen running back-wise as many targets as he had. He's getting over 100-plus targets as a running back, 130, 140. That that's just absurd, right? That's obscene. Uh, and and once he catches the ball, he's able to get the yards after the catch. I, I really think he is solid. Now, here's the only thing about Christian McCaffrey: last two years he's been hurt. But but listen, different injuries, not the same, not related. Not even a Dalvin Cook situation where he's got like a, a situation in the knee where you know, right? Just a shoulder uh, and something. I was it was it an, a knee or like a, a high ankle sprain? I think that's what it was, right? So two different issues for him. So. I'm, I'm going to draft him here just because I think him and JT have the upside, particularly the PPR for him being the focus of it, that, that I can't overlook that. He gets, say, 100 catches this year. Well, I mean, it's 100 points right there. Boom. So the floor for him, I think, is safe as well. Uh, where do you have him ranked since I have him ranked number two? So I have him at sixth. And, um, you know, I am going off of uh i am i am on a injury fade with him um Fair. I, I mean two years of injuries is not i did that with with uh, joe mixon before so i understand right and, and here's the thing um who do you want who do you want to be the quarterback there i mean i would say baker mayfield ultimately because sam Darnold is is hot trash and I think Baker will, in that system, dump the ball down. I don't think in mm-hmm. the he had previously, there was – if you were running the football or you had designed routes for Kareem Hunt, um, you just did what you were told. There was, And then he would scramble because you know his line would you know, break down. But uh, I think in this offense, Christian McCaffrey is established. It's hard to fuck up Christian McCaffrey. Teddy Bridgewater didn't you – know, well, he wasn't there the whole time he was hurt. But you know, he probably wouldn't have. Mike, Mike Davis – Right. Was it was a palpable RB, you know, 10 in the league that year when Christian McCaffrey got hurt two years ago. So um, there's just a lot of uh, opportunity when it comes to the target share, the volume. 
for Christian McCaffrey that I like. Now, if he gets hurt, it happens, man. Like, you can't control any of that shit. And any given Sunday, any play, anybody's career could be over, you know? So I thought Devonta Adams had died a few years ago when Trevathan hit him uh, down by the goal line you know, four or five years ago. I mean, he looked like he was going to die. So you just never know what's going to happen. And Devonta Adams lived, by the way. He's like the best wide receiver out there. Um, interestingly enough, not featured uh, in our top 12, though. We'll, we'll get to that in, in the top you know, 24. But um, here's yeah, the so- thing, though, about TMC and the in- in- injury fade. Mixon is really had one year. You know, this is two years in a row where he gives me the Kittle vibes where, you you know what I mean? Like the talent is, is the talent there? Are you you white shaming him? Is that what you're doing? I think think a part of me, I think a part of me thinks this way because of his white skin. Yes. I do. Gosh, come on, man. I do. I look at that pale white skin and I think he's going to get injured again this year. I there there's a part of me that I have to be honest about it. I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you what concerns me was that one year you saw him and he looked like he had just swallowed a bottle of roids. You know, like that's was, that's that's part of it. I think he I think he lifts too much. He's, he's got to he, compensate. He's little. He's not a big guy. He's not a big frame. He's trying to put that, more. That's what I'm saying is that there's certain bodies where it's like. But you can't predict an injury, so I can't. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're going to you draft predict an injury, but you can look at data and the past yeah. two years. You know, like I, Kittle was somebody I was fading last year when people weren't, and you know, it's just you ever look at. Yeah, I, and and that's the thing. That's why CMC belongs in the first round because the upside is there. You know, yeah. who, who um, is your who's who's my no, who's your number three? Because I know we have different number threes, too. Right, well, let me just say, say this last part, and this is why I put him at six. Again, it's where you're drafting. If you're in a 12-man league and you get CMC for ho- ho- hopefully 16 games, maybe you get him for 12 games, then you have somebody a little bit more valuable at that second round to compensate, and and that's where the fade came in. Just It's just a minor fade on CMC. You can't – he might he might be – RB one, two, or three, easily, easily. I like, so. I like, I like hearing it. I'm not trying to back anybody into a corner. Uh, I believe your RB number three, or your your pick number three, sorry, in the first round is is it Austin Eckler? Is that true? It is Austin Eckler. Yep, awesome, right. awesome Eckler, as the fantasy footballers say. Um, man, I was really, <laughs> I I don't know if I had any shares of him last year. I mean, when I was getting ready for the show and I was looking at his stats, I was just like, well, what a good year he had last year. I mean, he was ridiculous. He was actually my RB4 last year. If you go back and check the Fantasy Millionaires rankings on FantasyMillionaires.com, I loved him. Finally got one right, you know. When he In the BFFs, you know, our scoring system is a little bit tweaked, you know, with and again, we should have said this at the top, you know, tune in. This is a, a, a PPR. This is PPR advice. Okay. So we're, we're giving you PPR advice. You can glean whatever nuggets you want. Um, if you're playing half point or what, you know, boring standard, low um, it's called low. Yeah. If you're playing that low T low T type fantasy football, you know, we're still going to give you the info and Intel, but this is PPR. 
And the way we do it in the BFFs, there's a couple little extra bells and whistles for, you know, um, bonus points for long runs and long catches and that stuff. But it's really not that much different. Dude, he was number three. He was yeah. number three at the flex position. So <laughs> I was like, he had in BFFs one more point than Debo Samuel. I, I That shocked me. I I've didn't didn't recall that, you know, um, and so I, 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 I this is actually um, again, I'm going with floor in, in, in my first three picks. The floor is there for Austin Eckler. This offense is just going to be better than it was last year. Justin Herbert is going to be better than he was last year. And um. Yeah, they have a a new running back with Spiller. Doesn't really matter in PPR because Awesome Eckler was number one in targets last year for fantasy running backs. And I will be willing to bet he is number one in targets for fantasy running backs again this year. That th- This is his purpose. Now, I'll just say this. If Christian McCaffrey is healthy, I think he gives him a good run for his money. Oh, wait, shout out. My beautiful wife is here. Can I can I have you come on, on the camera? <laughs> yeah, you look lovely. Come here. Happy oh, wow. Birthday. We're going to see a fantasy billionaire yeah. wife. Hello. Anniversary to this lovely lady. 17 years. She is the best. I just want to say thank you. Happy you. anniversary. Thank you, Rose. What an amazing woman. Um, so I'll hold, I'll hold this over here for a little bit when I can get, you know, you're talking about a player and I can munch on that, um, and spill it all. Actually, I'm going to wait cause I've got my jersey on. I can't spill it on my jersey. Um, yeah, I, Austin Eckler was one of my favorite players and, and, you know, he got hurt a couple years ago and then you saw him working out and he didn't Christian McCaffrey and then get hurt again at all last year. He was just a diesel player, played all 17 games. Uh, you know, I think he had 18 touchdowns. So this man was built for the, the long haul. His core is so strong. You can see when people hit him, he just goes low. I love low guys. I'm a low guy myself. Uh, and he just bounces off, does his little shuffle, and he's continuing on. So I'm a big fan of Austin Eckler. He's ranked fourth for me. Um, and then uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to hype him up too. The only thing I have about the way I went the first four, five for me, four, he's number five for me, but number four, Go big or go home for the running backs, right? Like, so Christian McCaffrey has been the number one running back last three, you know, last three years ago. Derrick Henry last year, JT the year before. All these guys can get you 400 points. I know that. I've seen it, right? So Austin Eckler hasn't done that yet. So he's one behind for me. So I will go back. Uh, you know, for me, Derrick Henry is my my RB3. Uh, where's Derrick Henry for you in this? I'm not kind of. Uh, he's actually, he's actually four for me. And. Okay, so- can pivot off of this and i'll give i'll let you talk about why he's four for you and then why he's three for me i'll i'll finish it off okay okay um let let me let me just say this who i was debating at putting at number one over jt was derrick henry that i mean that 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 i i told you what i'm paying attention to in minicamp again you know last year's last year people forget that what he was on pace to do was the greatest fantasy football season by a million miles. Right. I mean, his, 
his game, his game, he still finished, I think, like 12th in the BFFs. Um, he, he, let's see. One, two, three, four. Five, I'll, I'll, while you do that, I'll say this. This is crazy. He had nine or 10 more carries than Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler had a lot more points because he had all the PPR receptions. But in eight games, he had the same amount of carries as Austin Eckler. More, more in eight games. Austin Eckler had twice the games. You know, so yeah, he was a monster until he get hurt his foot, and then he came back in the playoffs. He played okay. You know, he he wasn't lollygagging. So here, 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 here's here's his game log in BFFs: 12, 58, 24, 31, 35, 44, 21, and then the game he gets injured nine. I mean, to to me, I. I People think, uh, you know, I've seen stats, you know, I've seen our man Salvetri talk about his age, you know, 28, you know, there's a, there's a shelf life to running backs in the NFL. Um, he is 28 and that is a significant number in um, RB shelf life. For sure. I, what's that? I said, for sure. For sure. I agree. For sure. For sure. For, for normal people. For normal people, he 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 is not a normal he. And here's another you know thing to keep in mind, is that he didn't. This is really his fifth year being a starter. Um, you know the, the first two years of his career, they were not giving him, they were not feeding him, the way they finally decided to start feeding him, and right. so you know. It, it, 2016 he had 110 carries 2017 he had 176 carries 2018 when he's finally becomes a starter still 200 carries then 2019 300 2020 378 okay so that's so hot right now yeah there's a drop yeah. <laughs> yeah. he was so hot he, I, I mean derrick henry derrick henry if he is healthy um is uh, to me, he's the best running back in the NFL. He's better than Jonathan Taylor. And, and here's another thing that I really like that I saw last year is Todd Downing is the OC that he started last year as the offensive coordinator for Tennessee. Um, finally, he didn't. It's not like he had a ton of receptions, but that game versus Seattle where he has 58 points. He has six receptions in that game. Finally. They're, they're finally, like, I'm banking on this guy doing what I would do as the offensive coordinator, which is give that man the ball in space. He's ridiculous. Here's one thing you'll notice about Derek Henry. I, I cannot concur with this more. When you see him getting his feet under him in the backfield, he gets the ball, he gets his feet going, if somebody trips him up, a lineman pushes back, the line, someone penetrates, whatever it is, right? Penetrate. <laughs> Can't not say that. All right. Uh, he gets tripped up. He doesn't get his momentum going. Why not? <laughs> Let him run out of the backfield and get moving as fast as he fucking can and then give him the ball. Give him the ball. I don't they throw him with the ball 10 yards downfield. He's running already. No one's tripped him. You're not allowed to do that, right? He can just get momentum. It just makes like a bazillion sense. Like, I, that's just where my heart is. That's why I have him ranked RB3. He can shoot the moon, right? So the first three picks, 
and, and your pick too. And Cooper Cup's my number four. So, you know, and then I went to Austin Eckler at number five. So we're all shooting the moon with those first four, four, first five. Those are the best plays on the board. After this, it gets a little bit different, right? So I'll just say that. Anything we also want to say about DC or our DH here before you move on? Um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, we're, we're all just praying that Todd Downing does what us armchair fan, fantasy analysts think that he should do, which is make okay. sure this guy gets multiple receptions per game. Because, again, in the fantasy community, the knock always is on Derrick Henry that he ha- he he gets no receptions. Well, we did see a change last year, and hopefully because of his age and injury, they decide to, you know, be a little bit more modern. Um, modern. Well, yeah, just a, a little bit more thoughtful with this Hall of Fame person on their team in this 2022 season. We're all the, thoughts the and year, prayers with you, Todd Downing. The year of our Lord, right? Yeah. And, and your Lord. So, all right, who is your number five? Because I think we're going to diverge like a tree in the woods, which is fine. But I want to get to it quick. Is it Justin Jefferson? It is. I went, I went. I went JJ. I went gritty. Um, well, this year, baby, you can't hate. We got two in the first round. Both of us do. So you might as well go purple. Yeah, my man, my man just, he, uh, you know, he, everything about Justin Jefferson just says he keeps getting better. And everyone, everyone in the league keeps saying that this guy is special uh, special players are saying that this guy is special uh in terms of fantasy last year um it, there the the things that really made him separate were you know deep targets air yards number one in both of those categories um so i mean that's that's just going to continue and uh, again, this is a, a, a the floor is safe. The talent is there, and he the age puts him in a position where he is going to progress. He is twenty three, so he is going to be better. He has more understanding of what it is to be an elite NFL receiver at this level. So. To me, it's just again the floor is there with this pick. Nice. I agree. I agree. I, and listen, I I ranked him as my wide receiver three. You see over there because I, I put somebody in front of him, and that was uh, his his ex teammate over at LSU. Uh, you know, a Jamar Chase. I have him ranked just, but they're, they're, it's it's like splitting hairs almost. At this it's point. a tough call. It was a tough, tough call. call. It's a tough call. It's, a, it's not an easy thing to do. I could go Justin Jefferson. You could argue me into switching. I might switch it by the time the season starts. Like, uh, it's a very fluid situation. I love Justin Jefferson. Um, I think Adam Thielen coming back, and also you, ha- you have Irv Smith coming back. It's just going to be a little bit different offense. I think they're also going to throw more, even though they, they had – crazy. They had the third most fantasy points to wide receivers last year. Yeah, it's a fact. You can't deny it. I looked it up. I made a graph. I made a graph of all the points in fantasy. So I know the truth. These motherfuckers were getting it in. So, uh, yeah, I, I do like this. But but I like something a little bit more. And that's Najee Harris. That's where I went. And here's why. Mitch Trubisky, uh, you know, uh, whoever is the quarterback, t- tiny hands, pick it. You know, I don't know. You know, whatever, whoever's there. Najee Harris is never coming off the field. 
And I no. think they play better this year because Ben Roethlisberger is is trash. And if you don't know he's trash, but from the the, the rape allegations, the rape settlements, and things like that, he just trashed the the general manager and the owner and the coach, not the, the owner, the coach. Uh, uh, he said he said he should have been treated better. I, I just can't stand Ben Lossberger. So I just I want this more now than I than I've ever wanted anything before. I love Najee Harris. Last year I picked him to be uh, I think it was RB like seven, uh, and he's RB like four, right? RB five. He scored three hundred and seven points or three hundred point seven points, and he just was there, man. He should have gotten so much more. His efficiency was terrible. His yards per carry were terrible. I think they all improve. And so I'm a Harrisite this year. How about you? Where, where do you have Harris? And then we'll go, you know, I love Justin Jefferson. We can get back to him if you want to talk about him too. Okay. So um, Justin Jefferson was five. CMC was six. Jamar Chase is seven for me. Um, and then Najee was eight. Um, uh, Najee is, is my running back four. And again, it was just looking at this. Austin Eckler had the most targets tied with Najee Harris. They both had 94 targets. Listen, listen to the stats in terms of, you know, for fantasy. Okay. All of the number, number one in receptions, number one in snap share, number one in opportunity share, number one in weighted opportunities, number two in carries, number one in targets. Okay. I, everything is there. I mean, right. I, I, you know, I, I don't know, Mitch Trubisky. Jerome Bettis, but like not fat. You know what I mean? Like he can, he can do it all. He can run over you. He can run around you. He can jump over you. He can, you know. I, I love him. His hands are there. I mean, this is what you want. He's he's like a, a bigger Le'Veon Bell in the system. They they have a Le'Veon Bell back. That's what they do. And we know right. what they've do. been doing it for a year. Been trying. They made James Conner into a multimillionaire. Right? Come on. Right. Yeah. I mean. Mitch like Trubisky, I, 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 I don't, I don't know w- really what I think in comparison to him and Ben Roethlisberger. So it's just, to me, it's the, it's the same. I, they're the, the, the talent level is equal in Ben Roethlisberger's, you know, 18th year or whatever it was versus Mitch Trubisky as a starter. I, I, I don't think it's some big jump. In the offense, I I wouldn't expect I I would expect that um he can run though and doesn't fall down <laughs> like there's just so many Ben Roethlisberger rollout fall downs that Mitch Trubisky will not do that kind of shit. But we're talking about Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, man. He, I, you think he's going to be the starter all year long? I don't. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you last about seven or eight games. They give the ball to Najee Harris every time. That's exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'll just say this 60% of the time, it works every time. That's Najee Harris right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. So, all right. So I like that you have him RB4. You have some other guys in front of him, and I kind of had just have them around him. I got Jamar Chase right in front of Justin Jefferson. So they're right back-to-back for me. We're all in the same ballpark so far. We haven't strayed really at all. Let's talk about Jamar Chase because this is my guy. I got him in Scott Fish. I paired him up with Joe Burrow. It's a two-QB thing, so you got to get your guy when you can. I I love him, man. He came in. He shattered the rookie uh, receiving yards record by 55 over his teammate. We mentioned that earlier. And they're boys. Like, they love it. They're going back and forth. 
And and so Jamar Chase is a real deal. He got 13 touchdowns. He's third in the league in touchdowns. He he just is a ball hawk. He grabs that ball. Look at that grab in the Super Bowl. That's Jalen fucking Ramsey on the ground. I know. Come on. This I guy know. It. He is it. I, I love him. I've got a hard on right now for him. With 69 Jared Allen's shining through. I've got a big, you know, Energon cube in my soul for this guy. How, tell me what you think about him because I'm obviously head over heels in love with him. I'm head over heels in love for him too. All right. Let's just say this too for the fantasy millionaires, just so you know if you're listening. Um, you know, independently, uh, we both came up with our rankings and. Um, the top 12 are the same top 12 as what is on fantasy pros for expert consensus rankings. I mean, these guys in this tier, they're, they're just so safe and it's, it, it, it was hard to rank. We did, we don't have the same rankings as fantasy pros ECR. There's some differences in how we're valuing these first round guys, but Jamar Chase is a first round guy for me. Again, with in turn, I, I, I love I'm him. sitting here, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at my rankings and I'm actually like kind of evaluating how I did my rankings. And it really does seem that I did do the first round based on floor. And if I'm doing it on upside, Okay, I think Derrick Henry should be number one. Okay, I think the upside for Derrick Henry is greater than any running back in the NFL. And I will say, I think for Jamar Chase, the upside, upside number one. I mean, right. right. I mean, he he here's why I put Justin Jefferson ahead of him. It's strictly because of T Higgins. I mean, you have you have a, a, a one A and one B there. I mean, T. Higgins is an alpha. I mean, that guy is ridiculous. And, and so to me, that's, you know, I'm doing my, you know, Allen at the casino uh, hangover math, you know, trying to figure out where I rank Jamar Chase. And, you know, that that little triangle with the circle above it leads me to believe that there is going to be some touchdown progression for T Higgins this year, which slightly limits, you know, Jamar Chase's red zone opportunities because last year there were just so many, you know, inside the five yard line stops for T Higgins uh, that ended up in Jamar Chase touchdowns. So that's where I'm at. I will say this. T. Higgins is my, I think maybe my number one wide receiver two theory candidate this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to lie about it. I agree 100. If anything happens uh, to Jamar Chase, or if there's any target share that that shifts, or touchdown share that shifts, touchdowns are not always guaranteed. But I'll say this: when you saw him get three touchdowns against Kansas City, what you understood, he understood the assignment. And he, he gets it that you're going to give it to the best guy, and he did again and again and again. It was just like a high school movie, right? You couldn't stop him. It was like, this is better than that. And we know it every time, and we're not afraid. And the touchdowns were ridiculous, too. It wasn't like he was wide open. They were, like, super covered. He just flashed his hand up and catch a touchdown. And you'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, my DFS lineups are going through the roof. They're down. They're up. That's crazy. I watched that game on bated breath. 
that's what changed it for me, man. I always liked him. I loved him after the Kansas City game last year. We caught three touchdowns. It, it was a, a clinic between two people who just were better than everybody else on the field. And that scares me uh, in a good way, right? In a really good way. So I, I have him ranked number two. You have him ranked number three. We're right in the same ballpark. Uh, I love it. Um, I, I am bucking the trend. I'm going pure adrenaline upside in this offense. I love Dan Campbell. I love what he wants to do. He wants to run it and throw it to the running backs and golf it up. They're getting Jameis Williams this year coming in. They, they, they drafted Amon Rossi Brown last year, who was a wide receiver, like 19 or 20 in PPR, maybe in our league, a little, a little higher. It's just an offense that I, it's undervalued. I love it. DeAndre Swift is consensus number 12 at the end. For me, he's number eight or number nine in this shuffle right now. I'm not sure where I'm at, but I love Swift. You have him closer to the back end. Uh, I'll tell you what I like about him. If he's going to stay healthy, his 16, you know, fancy points per game that just puts him on par with Dalvin cook last year. You know what I'm saying? Like that's Alvin Kamara. Like those are, that's the company he's in and he's a second year player and he is ascending. I think with a full season, he gets you in the three hundreds. He gets you above that Mendoza line and he's going to be next year, much higher up. He'll be the Najee Harris type range next year, which is only a couple picks up, but I think he'll be there. Uh, I have him a little bit higher than consensus. What do you think about Swift and what's your hesitation where you kind of have him a little bit lower? Uh, again, going back to this, uh, that I'm just realizing everything is based on floor in my first round projections. Um, yeah, ceiling I mean, it. yeah, I'm going it, the other way. Ceiling, you're going floor, but you, yeah, I, you're going ceiling or you're going floor of each position group in a tier. I'm going ceiling of each position group kind of in a tier. So I, we're doing a different strategy, but both helpful. So I love it. Go ahead. Well, I mean, if you look at him too, he's, he's dealt with, uh, he, he does have that sort of Dalvin cook, you know, in his first two years where he's, he's, he's missing some games. Um, I don't like that. You know, I mean, that factors in that always factors. I mean, People say you can't predict injuries, but yet, you know, Dalvin Cook, when he's on the football field, is, you know, one of the most elite and and people still kind of take in his game history where he gets dinged. DeAndre Swift, to me, has that same sort of feel. And that that that's really it, I, I guess, where I'm um I, I see him where's he for me he was 12 he just made the cut he yeah, i have no. him i have him at 12 and it's because his floor is the least safe out of all of these other people ahead of him i think um deandre swift uh when we so what is this this is the fantasy millionaire's third year doing it we're 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 on year three right yeah year three year three so we looked at Jonathan Taylor, we looked at Cam Akers, and we looked at DeAndre Swift in year one to make our evaluation who was going to be the best of these rookies. And I went with DeAndre Swift. Uh, so I I do think the talent is there. Um, who did I go with? Do you remember? Jonathan Taylor, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. I would think. Yeah. I, I don't remember as well, but I appreciate you remembering. Yeah. I would think. But, you know, so, you might have gone Cam Akers. Cam Akers had a lot of hype too, you know. Um, he did. But uh, to me, DeAndre Swift, uh, yeah, you, you, I understand 
how you're drafting in round one too with the the ceiling idea because the ceiling for this guy it really is elite um you know what he's capable of doing i just you know i i look at i look at deandre swift and i i just i see that you know that lions uniform on you know and then you got jamal williams waiting in the wings dan campbell just taking deandre swift out keep him keep him fresh and next thing you know he's he's got 12 carries in a game, you know, I, I just, I'm a little bit worried. I understand. I understand. You, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going, what I've seen and what he's flashed is that, right. that, that Alvin Kamara upside. I, I know Jamal Williams is there, but I think there's going to be a lot more offense for the, 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 you know, lions overall this year. They didn't play terrible last year, honestly. I mean, for, for what they mm-hmm. had, they, they, they were scrappy, you know, they and were. They, and, their defense gave up touchdowns, so then they had to score touchdowns, right? So then you got to uh, – so I, I really do like Swift this year. Who do you have next after, uh, you know, you had Najee Harris? Who, who did you come next with? Old reliable Dalvin Cook. Why not throw him, throw him in there, man? I mean, the guy just every time uh, he is healthy is electric with the football. Um, you know, uh, he – you know, he plays uh, between 12 and 14 games a year. (laughs) That's, that's what you're going to get. And when he plays those 12 or 14 games, whatever it ends up being, he gets you in the neighborhood of 22 points. So, you know, draft, draft accordingly, you know, but uh, he, he, he's not injury prone in the sense that he, you know, is going to just, destroy your fantasy football team he is a baller and he hates seeing alexander madison get in and get 22 points a game so he heals right up gets back in and does what he does every single year year in year out um you know the ppr is there you know he i it's just again the floor is there with dalvin cook I, I like it. I, the injury for me baked him into being 12th, you know, where you kind of were concerned about Swift's in, in, in injury history. Concerned about Dalvin Cook's injury history. I, I don't want to have to cuff him up, you know. So I put him at the end, but everything you said I can agree with. And then Bo's jumping in with O'Connell, offense to the moon. I agree. They were a run-heavy offense by design last year. They had to pass the ball because they were losing, though. Uh, so now that they're actually going to be passed by design, I think it does. I love up. Bo's comment. I love those yeah. comment. He's he's so on point too. I saw something. I was like, I don't even know what eleven personnel is. Uh, three wide have receivers. To, what? How many? Wide. What is it? Two three wide, wide receivers. Three wide, wide receivers. Wide receivers. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I'm I'm pulling this stat out of my ass because I don't remember exactly, you know, w- what it said, but um, it was something about uh how little the Vikings ran 11 personnel and then what Dalvin cook did in 11 personnel. Um, and then that O'Connell. So, so, so they ran 11. I'm just pulling the numbers out of my ass. So, you know, so it's not this, but it's something like, you know, they ran 11 personnel, like, 40% 40% of the time or something like that. And and in those 40% of the time, Dalvin Cook had... I was wrong. I'm going to correct myself. 
11 personnel is one running back and one tight end. So, one running back, one tight end. Okay. So in 11 personnel. Three wide receiver, I guess. I don't know. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I, 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 I always go through the season and try and refresh my memory on the different personnel. I, I don't, I, I forget. So I don't remember right now what 11 personnel is. I just remember that yeah, wide receivers it is. Yeah. Cause you got one okay, three wide receivers, whatever. Okay. And again, this stat, this stat, this stat is whatever, because I'm making it up. Okay. Numbers coming at you. This stat is, it was something like they ran it 40% of the time. And in those 40% of the time, like he averaged, you know, 10 more fantasy points per game or, you know, 10, like, like, his yards per carry shoot up. Everything shoots up. And now O'Connell comes in and they ran that like 90% of the time. So as a, as a Dalvin cook owner, this new, the new OC is extremely beneficial. Um, yeah. Symbiotic with what plays to Dalvin Cook's strengths. Well, if you get less linebackers on the field, he's harder to tackle. I mean, that's what you don't it, – it's a it's a math game. Like, it's a personnel game. That's how football is played. If you have less big guys on, the running back can run better. The Giants were masters at doing this against the Washington football team, then the blank skins, and they would – line up with four wide receivers, one running back, and they would run the draw every fucking time. And I would go, draw on my couch, because, you know, I, I was a fan back in, like, 2010. Draw! <laughs> nope. Nope. They didn't see it. They didn't watch film, apparently, like your boy did, back in the, in the aughts. And then they just 15-yard gash right up the middle, because you've got six DBs on the field, and you've got a huge... Tiki Barber, who can just go mash, 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 boom, bang against you and go downfield. So it's just about how you play your best players against the other team's not best players and the matchups. And so it's a coaching strategy. It's a Madden strategy. You got to be smart about it. So I agree with all of that. And I, I'll elevate Dalvin Cook a little bit in my rankings. But I have Joe Mixon ahead of him. I'm guessing you have him after him in this. Uh, so we can Joe Mixon up. Man, I was wrong about Joe Mixon, and I put this picture in here because he has shaken my bullshit off last year. Shout out, Joe Mixon. I, I doubt him. It was because part of the injury history. Also because, you know what, I would not seen him be consistent. That was the, the point I think I drove home last year. Well, fuck me. He was consistent last year. He was awesome. I'm going to be. Dog. Dog. So, yeah. That's a dog. Yeah, he's great. Appreciate you, Joe. Set me straight. He didn't have a great start, though. That's the hard part. He had to win me over. It took me oh, seven years since he punched that girl, you know? So, God, congrats. You finally got me on your side. I'm not thinking about that. Uh, shout out to Sean Watson, by the way. We've gone a long way without saying anything. I, I mean, this was crazy. I tweeted this out. You, you, If you're DeAndre Hopkins right now, same punishment and you're lighter in the wallet than Deshaun Watson is. Now, you're not being sued by 60,000 women, whatever it is, but same punishment from the NFL, and you are out more money than this bozo. It's just for cray. It's cray. That ish cray. If you found him in violation of the contract and it was that extreme, how can you give him six games? You got to give him 16 games, or you got to give him like 10 games. It's crazy. I do think the NFL will appeal, by the way, before we jump into mixing. Uh, wait, what am I responding to here? Deshaun Watson or Joe Mixon? 
Oh, Deshaun, before we get to Joe Mixon, Deshaun Watson, okay. do you think the NFL will appeal? That's that's well, it, well, I, I I don't even know what what, what? I thought that. No, no, I know, I know. We got a six-game suspension. Oh, yeah, they got three days. They got three days, and then and the NFL can appeal it. Well, why would they? I thought that they're the ones meeting out that punishment. Well, you mean the you mean the players' association? They're, they're, that his representatives are going to appeal it? No, 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 no. The judge. Explain it. The NFL can. So basically, what happened is they went to an arbiter, and uh-huh. so. What an arbiter does, they weren't, this wasn't in court like somebody was suing somebody, but uh-huh. they use a judge as an arbiter who can look at the different okay. things and then make a, you know, like a, a, a ruling, you know. Right. And so what this judge did, I think her name is Sue. I'm not sure her last name. Don't want to, you know, misrepresent her, but Sue, right? So Miss Sue okay. and, and, and some type of really official royal capacity, I would say, mm-hmm. she's an important person. She decreed that this will be a six-game suspension. From okay. her vantage point, between the two, actually arbitrated between the two parties, because okay. his lawyers have been arguing voraciously. There's no crime. No one's no one's done anything. There's no bad. Like he should have no game. And then the NFL's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, blah blah blah. Life, life. You know, take his rights. No more jersey sales. Whatever. Right. So, um, the judges decreed this. So now the NFL has maybe mm-hmm. both, maybe both parties do right. But Deshaun Watson. You saw the the night before the NFL Player Association put out something that just said, "Hey, we're for this. We're for this. We're tomorrow, yay!" So you knew it was good for him. You know, you kind of, oh. you know, yeah. So the NFL Player Association said, "We will rule. We will go by the ruling of the judge. We respect authority. We believe in the judicial process." And so the NFL's got three days. So I didn't know. Do you think they will accept this, move on, click case closed, or appeal? And keep this clown show going. I think they'll end it. I think it'll be over. This is it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, <laughs> snap. Read woman judge equals. They're gonna accept a uh, woman's ruling on this. I like that. I like that. And 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 he likes it too. You like it. He likes it. You know. So. It just you know. You like that? You like that? And you're eleven. My is your eleven? Is it my? My ten. He's my ten. ten. Joe Mixon's my eleven, and Joe Mixon's your ten. Yeah, he's my ten. So we're we're okay. We got those flip flopped. Yes. Talk talk about Kelsey because uh, our boy uh, here in the Baltimore Washington area, Bulmer style, had three hundred points last year. Mark Andrews, he's not here though. Kelsey is. Why? Both of us were here. I know. I, I know. Isn't that kind of crazy? I it's a little bit. Rose, I didn't. I didn't look at that. And now that you told me that we had the same, I was like, "Oh shit!" Right? But I mean, I'll tell you. For me, it's just consistency. It's the upside he had a couple years ago when he had fourteen hundred yards or fourteen touchdowns. Five out of six years, he's been number yeah. one. And last yeah. year, he was number two. Right. Right. He's so solid. I like him. I'm not shooting for upside. This is where Bo would draft Kyle Pitts if he's still in the chat. <laughs> but I'm going Travis Kelsey. He's uh, not going to take him at the number one overall. Yeah, no, he. Uh, he well, yeah, he. Well, Scott Fish, he took him in the second round, but he didn't get because he knew he could. He knew he didn't have to. Like that's the thing. You get as ballsy as you can. You play chicken as long as you can. Then you go, oh, get my guy. You know. So I, I like Kelsey's floor and his upside in that offense. Also, he's the number one wide receiver. We've talked about this before. He's a tight end 
<laughs> in theory only. He's their number one wide receiver. Travis Kelsey is uh, in the middle of the field all the time. He's wide open. And I'm not afraid of MBS. I'm not afraid of Sky Moore, who I love, by the way, as a sleeper. Uh, I, I'm not afraid of Nicole Hardman, who said he's looking forward to camp uh, and sleeping and napping and stuff. Like, Nicole, I can't believe this guy. You thought he was Tyreek Light. He's just light, bro. He's so, light. He's light. light. Just like so, I love Travis Kelsey this year. I bet you gets back up in the you know two eighties, maybe almost two nineties, and and that's you know seventeen seventeen and a half fantasy points per game. That's solid, and that'll do you right in the first round if you're trying to get some tight end value. So I think you know that's that's my spiel. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, no Tyreek is just huge. Um, you know that he's huge. Yeah, huge, huge, huge. huge. I mean, he, it's. It's like 25% of the touchdowns now open up to him because of that. And the rapport between him and Mahomes, um, I I expect him to be as crazy as it sounds, as old as that dude is. There's no reason to think there's not. We've seen no evidence why he's not most likely going to be tight end one in 2022 i don't know when we're maybe this year we'll start to see some some signs of age but it doesn't doesn't i haven't seen it yet so the floor is there it's nice and safe you, you know you want to you want to go with a uh i mean he i'm not pro drafting tight ends in the first round he's Me neither. Me neither. yeah man He's, he's, he's just crop. that he's he's that yeah. unicorn guy, and um, you know you can you if you have the number one tight end and he's outscoring, you know that maybe there's going to be somebody up. Maybe Pitts has a a, a a crazy year this year too, and maybe Andrews does again too. But then the shelf falls off so hard, you know. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. so if you have one of these tight ends that's up in the neighborhood of three hundred points. It's a huge advantage. It's just, it's risky, you know. And then, and then, no, the, you make up for it later. You know, the 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 consensus is that you can find value. Maybe wait late on QB. Maybe you just don't draft a kicker. You find one of those diamond in the rough wide receivers or late round running backs. So you you can compensate if you go Kelsey. Just know you got to be on that edge. You know, if you go right. Kelsey, I love it. Uh, I, this is the thing. Uh, last word about Kelsey, and then we'll move on to uh, three tweets, and then we'll get out of here. Because I got to go to the pool with my kids. Uh, but this is it. It is great to be here in America. Yeah. that's. Oh, also, his name is not Kelsey. That was Kels. Yeah. <laughs> Which he revealed to the world last year. We're, 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 we're breaking news to nobody, but we're going to keep it going. So, yeah. Uh, well, we have to get used to saying that since that's his name. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. Now, now I've got a new system here. I'm going to unshare that, right? And then uh, I'm going to close those windows over there. That was my, uh, my my software here. All those things were made on my computer, you know? Yeah, so, this cool new thing you got. I'm excited about this. Uh, my, my daughter is asking me where I'm at, so I do have to get going here. But uh, let, me, let me pull up our three tweets, and then we will, we will skedaddle. We'll be back next week at some point. We'll figure out when we're going to be back. I don't know uh, what the schedule looks like, but we'll tweet out for sure. Um, I'm going to show you how it goes. 
You're gonna like this, Mike. Yeah. Okay. So I push a button. Uh, hold on. Oh, almost. All right. I push a button. So you see the the Google screen here, mm-hmm. and then, and then I, I want to let's say I would like to bring up what we're going to be looking at. Well, it's just a push of the button, and the push of the button for me is your first tweet. I just go like that. Oh, mm-hmm. did not. Do it. Yeah, well, there you go. I brought it up. Magic. All right. Magic. Is, I thought I thought this was a good one. I thought you'd like it. Let's read it out. I tell my girlfriend I'm a fantasy football investor. Sounds a lot better than I play in a gross amount of leagues. Don't think she buys it, though. Don't know why. I love this tweet by Stormy yeah. Lab. I, I, I liked it before. Um, do I follow him? I will follow him for that. That's a good one. I do like that one. Um, a fantasy me, football investor. That's what we are. We're investors here. We are. Well, we're trying to be millionaires, honestly. So right. push of a button now. Here you go. Push of a button now. Here's mine. You're going to love this. All right. Love him. Dalvin Cook. This is, by the way, setting up. Pete Overset had our boy Joey Molinaro on to the, uh, you know, the, the no. new uh. randomizer draft. And then he... Did just, I mean, a masterclass in impressions that need to be. Uh, oh, sort of- yes. Oh, you already win. You win. Here we go. Here, enjoy this. As Colin Coward, Justin Jefferson, love him. Dalvin Cook, love him. Kirk Cousins, <laughs> fantasy football Seinfeld. He did not snipe the pick. He sniped the pick. You can't snipe. He sniped. Mel Kuyper. It's going to be big easy for Chris Olave to score down there. I like Chris Olave right here with this pick. Ace car drivers. Celebrate with a glass of oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, very appreciative of Zach Kiefer and the work that he did. Wow, underdog fantasy with the randomizer draft. Well, see, this is my problem. All right, when you're talking about fantasy football, you're talking about something that's not real. Ed O. Rapping. I like big muscle. I cannot lie. You want to put a I will go on scene with everybody wasting time thinking your wrong. But pull up though, because you know that bull stuff. <laughs> As Colin Coward, Justin Jefferson, love him. Dalvin Cook. Oh, man, that's awesome, dude. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to watch that whole episode. I had to come correct. You know what I mean? Oh, man, you win. You win the first real show of the year's tweet competition. That was it. That was a you you slammed it. That was awesome. I'm crying here. I got I got one more here. I'm not gonna lie, I got one more. And uh, you know, I think you'll like this one too. Hold on, let me uh Who would win in a fight? A grizzly bear or a silverback gorilla? This is an argument I had in my group chat today. This is, this is George Kittle, by the way. So I'm pretty sure a grizzly bear is actually way bigger and it has daggers for hands. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the grizzly bear too. So anyone that said silverback, can you leave, please? It's tough. That's tough for you guys. Yeah, well, he's a he's a diff, he's a hybrid, so that's doesn't classify as a silverback. Uh, my offseason was wonderful. Are you talking about the, just these last 40 days away? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> tight end was a wonderful experience. Uh, 85 NFL tight ends. That was a blast. Got to go to Mexico for Trent Taylor's wedding. So that was always a good time. Um, yeah, just enjoyed my time in Nashville. 
Oh so, man, Travis, I love that guy. I, it's just you can't get out on anything better. You know what I mean? I like, love that guy. Travis Kelsey is great. We're gonna be doing this. Uh, we'll figure out exactly when for the rest of the dates, but we're doing this for uh, you know all of August, leading into September. Uh, and let me get back to my home. You can follow me. I'm nimble w. Uh, I'm nimble w number Scott Simpson on Twitter. Uh, this is Mike Collins, not Ralph, but it's at the Ralph Macho. It's an the homage. Ralph Macho. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an homage to uh, a time we spent in Amsterdam. Backstories galore, uh, where my boy was the spitting image of Ralph Macho uh, himself. The Ralph, Ralph. Macho. Ralph Macho. Ralph Macho. Ralph Macho. Yeah. The real one. Turned real into one. Ralph Macho. Yeah, but he's Macho, and he's got gats and bats, and he's never met met anybody. He's uh, you know, um, afraid to. Uh, what's what's the whole thing? I should I should actually. I don't know. This. I'll take your fantasy football money though. Uh, you know what? Last year, let me just say, last year, there you go. Uh, I'm the most macho dude you're ever going to meet on the streets. I love gats, baseball bats, and bat sacks of cash, and I look like Eddie Vedder. You weren't lying. And I'll just say this. Uh, I was a thousandaire last year in fantasy football. Uh, yeah. I love I love it. The, the year before, I was a thousandaire in DFS. So let's keep it rolling this year. Join us next time. Uh, we're going to be back for Mike Collins, for uh, Scott Simpson. Uh, I want you to end it. You always say the best line ever. Well, what do we got here, Mike? Peace, love, and fantasy football. I love the ending. Peace, love, and fantasy football. See you guys next time.